Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Financial competency, something that we don't teach or do enough of clearly in this country and we have for a long time. You and I have talked about that many times. But let's go through some of these basic questions and just kind of find out why it's important for folks to understand at least a good working base knowledge. All righty. All right. And, and who better to do this than teach because you're going to be teaching next week, right? So. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, a question you may want to ask yourself is, do you know how much you have? Now, that seems kind of simple, and you would think that most people could say, yes, I have blah, right, X number of whatever. But mm-hmm. I think if when you really break it down, many people surprisingly can catch them off guard. They truly don't know what they have and where they have it. Right, because you know, if you've worked for multiple companies, um, you have different uh, 401ks or other types of retirement plans, and maybe you left them at the old employer or um, you had a friend that got into the business or – you know, a cousin or nephew or something like that, and you rolled some money to them to help them out, and you have some account over somewhere which you kind of forget about, and, you know, once a quarter you might get reminded when you get a statement from it or something like that. But if you work for the same company all year, it's a lot easier. And there's there's aggregation softwares you can use or websites you can use to help pull that stuff together. But what people like about when they come through our process is one of the things we want them to do before they come in to meet with us is to gather you know, all your statements in your accounts. And so they've actually said this has forced me to take inventory so I know what I have, right. actually. And there's stuff I've had totally forgotten about. And um, you know, knowing what you have, those, those who know what they have, they're better than those who don't, right? So just knowing what you have. Some people like to keep it in a spreadsheet. That's handy. Uh, there's Again, there's some tools you can use, apps, things like that, where you can link these accounts to it. But the one thing I always tell people when you see it on a statement, let's say you have a statement on your 401k and you print it off, that's the value as of that day, okay? That's, so people think, hey, this is what my value is. Well, there's only two guarantees when you invest in the market. One is that you're always going to have some kind of a fee and the values are going to change every day, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. the next day you come in, if the market's down, guess what? That value has changed. The market's gone up. It's also changed, Right. But also on your 401k, let's say, okay, let's say it's worth $100,000, and you say, okay, well, I'm going to have them send, send them me that money. They're not going to send you 100000 because guess what they have to withhold for? Right, right. Taxes. Yeah. Our friend. The government's got a piece yeah. of it. So knowing what you have and then how much of it actually is yours is an important conversation to have, knowing that most stuff that you have is going to have some kind of tax consequence to it. The government's going to get a piece of almost everything that you have, knowing how much they get and mitigating how much they get. Reducing that is also critical. Okay. So got to have that information. That's that first one. So where do you stand? What's kind of your grade for yourself if you're listening? Do you think, eh, I'm an A or maybe I'm a C or whatever the case might be? Um, do you know how much you spend? This one, I think, Eric, a lot of people are probably going to get an F. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because most of us, I don't think, truly realize, I mean, it's such a nickel and dime world, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get hit for everything. And then we also, and um, this is one of the downsides of COVID, is it kind of forced everyone to go into contactless payments, right? So you no longer really carry cash. Everything is a debit card or credit card. And so, you know, you you know, touch here, swipe there, and at the end of the month, you get a bill, and you know, okay, you pay it off. And so you really don't have a knowledge of what you're really spending versus when you got to take money out of your pocket and give it, right? Uh, it's also why Starbucks does so well because everyone just you know goes, gets a coffee, touches, and walks out the door, doesn't really realize what the cost of that is. And then also subscription-based pricing on a lot of things, right? You go for a 30-day free trial on some, you know, let's say Netflix or streaming service, something like that, and then you – Oh, yeah, that's how they get you. You forget, right? And all of a sudden, you're getting charged, or maybe it's going through your. Um, uh, for me, it's all through, always through your Apple, uh, your Apple ID. Mm, okay, right, and right, right. We see, we don't never see it. So until we get the Apple bill, or not, we don't have a bill. It just shows up on your credit card. So the more they can make it to where you don't see it, <laughs> they like to do that. And so it's this death of a thousand cuts. But yeah, knowing what you really spend, and that's another thing our process does. It has people go through a high level budget. You know, what are you actually spending? Because that's what really drives your ability to retire is if you can afford based on what you're spending, not what you're making currently. The what you're making is probably not what you're spending, but what you actually spend to maintain a standard of living, and then you know account for some fun stuff. You know, travel, giving back to charity, like those kinds it, of things. Like going to Italy, right? Exactly. Yeah, so which I recommend. <laughs> there you go. So I mean, and again, this one, you know, I think most of us are probably going to get a failing grade D's F's on how much we spend because it's very, very easy to lose track of that. Uh, number three on grading ourselves: Do you know how much risk you have? Eh, I don't know. I, th- I feel like this is going to be pretty poor as well for most of us, right? I think that we might have the concern of what we have at risk in our portfolio, but probably truly don't know. And the term that gets overused, and I hear it all the time when people come in, oh, I'm, I'm diversified. Oh, what does that mean you're diversified? Well, I have lots of, of different things. Well, okay, so it means that you have probably mutual funds, and you have a mutual fund which owns a lots of different positions, which are stock positions. Yeah. And then you have some bond positions, because that's the traditional Wall Street mentality or modeling is stocks and bonds. But both asset classes went down in 2022, so – you're diversified amongst things that went down because <laughs> everything you had went down. So yeah. how are you really diversified? And we've talked about that before. Some people feel like they've got 10 mutual. I bought 10 mutual funds. And yeah, I bought, I'm diversified. And I bought them from different companies. So yeah. they're in different stuff. And it's like, yeah, they probably all are large cap, for example. And they all own, they all own probably Apple. They yeah. all probably own Microsoft. So, But also you want assets that are non-correlated to the market, right? both stock and bond markets, and not impacted as much by interest rates. So that's what we look at a diversification tool is, okay, you want some stuff that is market-related, but you want some stuff that regardless the market goes down or interest rates go up, they're not going to go down either. And then 2022 taught people a lesson that bonds are not a great alternative to stocks in a rising interest rate environment because they still lost money. And they go to bonds to not lose money or to typically be safer than, than stocks were. But last year – it was a bad year. So everything went down except safer, smarter things that we use. They didn't go down. So that's why you want, you know, when you say you're diversified, are you truly diversified amongst things that where you're going to take your income from? It's not going to be impacted by anything. 
that's what you really want to know. Yeah, definitely. Have. Yeah, and again, so on this one, we're grading ourselves here. That's the segment we're talking about on Retirement Ready here with Eric Peterson. 515-226-1500. Do you know how much you spend? Do you know how much risk you have? Most of us probably get poor marks for that. We just uh, don't really have a true idea. And number four is do you know what you're paying in fees? And I think this one's the same kind of way because many of us say, yes, I, they've heard this one. And they go, yes, I'm giving myself an A. I know that I'm paying 1% because that's what my guy or gal charges me. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's just maybe one part of the equation, right? Or I'm in a 401k and I don't pay any fees. My employer right, picks up right. all the fees. Yeah. No, um, there are fees. Um, if you're in mutual funds, the fees are hidden because a mutual fund company shaves them off every day before they calculate the net asset value. It's called NAV. Okay, so those fees you don't really see. When you work with a, with a registered investment advisor, they have to disclose fees to you, and you will see them deducted. So, like you mentioned, my guy says I, I pay one percent. Well, it's one percent if if he doesn't own any mutual funds. Because if he owns mutual funds, you're paying one percent to them. Plus, a mutual fund company is probably charging you one to one and a half percent as well, but you don't see that. So you're actually in about two and a half percent. So knowing what you're paying, but fees only get in only come into question in the absence of value. People don't mind paying the fee if they're getting value for what they are paying for. And so that's what we provide, a lot of value to our clients, tax reduction, income planning, all those kinds of things, risk reduction, all that stuff is included with the fees that we charge. Yeah, so, gotta have knowing it. what you're paying. Gotta, gotta know, gotta know, gotta know these things. Gotta understand what it is that we truly have. I mean, again, we don't. We talk often, Eric. Like, you don't have to know the nuts and bolts. Like, uh, you know, when you of uh, car, we were talking about cars, you and I during the break, and we we, we both enjoy uh, some, you know, very cool, interesting, exotic cars. But it's like I don't need to know how to take the engine apart and put it back together to still appreciate and understand the car, right? Right. You know, and I think we're same thing financially. It's like some people want to go all the way down to understanding how to take that engine apart and some people just want to know how to drive it properly, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have a good base knowledge of that and that's where grading yourself kind of comes into that. So let's finish off with this last one. Do you know what your retirement income streams will look like? Hopefully so. I think maybe people might be in a little better shape here. They're probably going to say yes. I've got a pension. Yes, I got Social Security, and I've got this 401k. So those are the three things we're going to be pulling them from. But what often happens is now, how do I do that? Right, and they've been uh, if they don't have a a pension, um, a lot of people have been lulled into a false sense of security by their 401k. I call it a landing page, but the first page that you go to when you log into your 401k, because now they're all stating to you, "Hey, this is going to provide this amount of monthly income," right? And when they do have that number up there, there's always going to be some kind of symbol, an asterisk or, you know, something that looks like a, um, a cross with an extra, an extra line across it, you know, like a double T almost, something like that. So if you see that symbol, you have to go and look and see what they're, how they're equating that. Because a 401k is not a pension plan. A pension plan is, hey, if you work for us this amount of years, like, IPERS, uh, Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, you know, rule of 88, right. years service plus age, you get this amount of money, okay? 401k is they're saying, okay, we're assuming a 5% withdrawal rate or we're assuming a 6% rate return or something like that, and this average Social Security benefit. So combined, you should have this amount of income. No, mm-hmm. no, no, that's not how it works. Gotcha. So understanding where your income is going to come from, how if it's protected, it's still subject to market conditions. All those kinds of things. You need to know that because that's what's going to give you the confidence to be able to retire. 
You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.